Good afternoon, patriots. You are tuned into Living with Liberty, your source for common sense and truth. I am your host, Ryan. Today's show will be a little different. It'll be a little more emotional than my shows typically are. And I'll have a new rant next on Living with Liberty. You know, typically I don't get too emotional. I don't get too high or low one way or the other, especially on on my shows. I like to keep them as free from emotion as possible. I like to get to the objective truth. I think we have too many emotional yelling heads out there screaming for attention, and I strive to be a little bit different from that. Today is going to be a little different. And the reason today is going to be a little different is I am angry. Uh, Truthfully, I am beyond angry. And I may even be beyond furious. Outraged might be the best word for what I am right now. I'm not sure how all of those words and feelings would stack up on a ranking of anger. But whatever is at the top of the pyramid, that is where I am right now. My apologies if today's show has more of an angry tone to it, more of a dire and down tone to it. But I feel the need to say what I'm going to say today. Now, first, I'd like to start off with a quote from a song. It's one I think we all know very well. And it's one of those songs that I get choked up a bit when I hear it. Because it causes pride to swell within me. The quote goes like this. Well, there's pride in every American heart. And it's time we stand and say that I'm proud to be an American. Now, if you don't believe that, if you don't feel that, if those words don't cause pride to swell within you, if our national anthem doesn't draw that out in you, find another country. That goes for the feckless, weak politicians on either side of the aisle also. Leave office. Leave the country. If you hate it here so much that you want to destroy it, leave it. I am sick and tired of watching these criminals in Washington give away our money, give away our freedom, let our cities burn, give away our safety, and most of all, give away our country. I am disgusted by their continued focus on what the polls and their garbage focus groups and their little lackeys tell them what is best to say for the re-election chances in the next cycle. I want them to finally, one of them, any one of them, I don't care, Republican, Democrat, Independent, have the balls to stand up and do what's right. Political consequences be damned. I am sick of the dinosaurs like Mitch McConnell, Mittens Romney, Suck Schumer, and Nancy Pelosi walking in lockstep and don't think for a minute that all those clowns aren't friends. They are screwing us behind the scenes. Don't be fooled. It's all an act from both wings of the uniparty. They're branches of the same tree. It's lip service from all of them. Actions speak louder than words, and it's apparent that they hate this country. They hate us, the ones who put them in charge. They need to get the hell out. These buffoons want to sell out to daddy China so bad? Then go effing live there then. 
We the people are tired of you clowns taking care of your deep state donors, your corporate lackeys, and all, everybody else who is your master instead of we the people who elect you and pay your freaking salaries. All members of Congress need to call for the resignation of Joe Biden. The House of Representatives on both sides of the aisle need to draw up articles of impeachment immediately. Hell, force the cabinet to start the 25th Amendment process. I don't care. This is the only way any of them can save any face at this point because they have been relatively silent as far as what Biden has done in his handling of Afghanistan. But you know what? They won't because most of them, both sides of the aisle, are weak garbage people. They only care about themselves. And about the only time they can put party politics aside is when it comes to spending our money. That's the only time they'll put their politics aside. Oh, you want to spend money? Yeah, I'll sign up for that. It doesn't matter. Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. As long as they're spending money, that's the only time they put their politics aside. And it's not even spending money in the best interest of the people. It's certainly a pipe dream to expect them in this case to put any party politics aside for two seconds and do what is right in a time of national crisis. We obviously have a cognitively impaired president and both parties side uh, and sit idly by and do nothing. They are nothing but self-absorbed, power-hungry criminals who need to be removed from office themselves. Now, I sent a, a letter to my representatives in D.C., my two senators and my, uh, my uh, congressional representative. I posted what I sent on most of my social media accounts. Feel free to grab it and use it word for word verbatim if you want. You can tweak it if you want. Feel free to grab it. Flood your representatives with these letters, imploring them to call for the resignation of this entire presidential administration and the top, brass of, the top brass of the military. Yes, I realize that would put Nancy Pelosi in charge, but I'm willing to roll the dice on that at this point, as opposed to having the continued buffoonery and incompetence of this Joe Biden administration. And if they don't, send these letters and keep pounding them with these letters. And I say we start keeping a list of who does and doesn't come out and call for uh, accountability for this administration, for accountability of the top brass of the military. Keep a list of who is on record and who isn't in terms of, uh, of calling for resignations. And I say we primary every single one of them who does not come out against this, Republican or Democrat. I don't care which side it is. They're all crooks and criminals. And if they don't support our country by calling for the removal of this clown administration, put them on the list for primaries next time around. I don't care. Support impeachment, support resignation, support the 25th Amendment. They need to be on record. We have an impaired buffoon of a president. I am absolutely appalled as well at the Biden administration's continued attempts to spin this Afghan uh, situation into a win for them. There is no win here, yet they continue to try and spin it like it's a win for them. 
these people in this administration, the PR lackeys, everybody that's been hired are evil, satanic liars. Everything they say is a lie. And it has now gotten some of our fine servicemen and women killed. We now have brothers, fathers, sons, mothers, daughters, and sisters that will not be coming home or will not be having their their, uh, family member coming home from Afghanistan because of the lies and the buffoonery and the incompetence in this administration. In no way can any part of this situation be declared and spun as a win. You know who does this sort of thing? Psychos, that's who. People who are so far out of touch with reality are the only ones who would take a disaster like this they caused, that they are responsible for, and try and spin it as a win for them to make themselves look and feel good. Psychos, that's who we have running this country. Narcissistic psychos. There would have been no need for any of this rushed evacuation if Biden had stuck to the script and had been tough with the Taliban. If he had stuck to what he was handed in terms of a withdrawal from the Trump administration, there would have been no need for this. My understanding is there was a plan clearly laid out and terms were laid out to the Taliban that they would have been uh, reduced to a grease spot had they not allowed us to get out. There would have been no abandoning of our allies had the plan that was in place been followed. We would still have those service men or uh, members that were killed yesterday. Instead of, uh, you know, in, instead of having this, um, uh, this, this tragedy, we would have still had these, these brave soldiers here today with us if these idiots running the show in Washington had they not abandoned the fortified Bagram Air Base. Had they used that to get people out? Had they still held on to that? We would still have them had they not tried to cut a deal of their own with the Taliban. This is all their fault, yet they try to spin it as some sort of win. We've been getting people out via airlift, they say. We've been doing great at that. These evacuations are all going according to plan, they said. All lies. All of it lies. All of it is cover-up. This administration is an embarrassment, and it's caused our country to become a laughingstock and an embarrassment on the world stage. They all know, all of them behind the scenes in that administration, know that this whole thing is a debacle. They know the whole thing is a complete disaster. This administration could have gotten out of Afghanistan the right way and still claimed to win. They still could have done that. And you know what? I think a lot of us would have stood up and applauded because we wanted that. We knew we needed to be out of Afghanistan. That's something we all could have hung our hat on and been proud of that. Hey, you know what? We've got our service members home like we said we were going to. We're out of somewhere we shouldn't have been. I would have had no problem giving the Biden administration a win on that because it's what we needed to do. It didn't happen. Joe Biden thinks he's the smartest guy on the planet and had to do the exact opposite of what Trump was going to do. That's how this got all screwed up. You got Joe Biden, who has got the reputation of being one of the dumbest people in Washington, but he thinks he's the smartest guy on the planet, in the room, whatever, 
And since Trump had a plan, we're going to do the exact opposite because we can't possibly do anything Trump did. And everything that Trump did that this corrupt piece of crap administration has done, everything they've undone of Trump has blown up in their face. Corrupt ass Joe thought he was going to be the hero with his plan. And yet he screwed it up anyway because Trump had a plan in place, but we couldn't use it. Again, he, Joe Biden living up to his reputation is one of the dumbest people in Washington. Can someone explain also to me how, how I want to hear someone from the administration explain this. How giving the Taliban a list of American citizens in Afghanistan was a good idea. How the hell was that a good idea? You know what? Why don't you guys give me your bank account numbers too while you're at it? Why don't you give the Taliban the the bank account numbers of the United States Treasury? I mean, why would you give the Taliban, our enemies, a list of American citizens' names? This buffoon just handed our citizens a death sentence. Do you really think the Taliban is is going to give American citizens safe passage to the airport? No. As much as they say they're looking for legitimacy, let's be real, they are not. They're going door to door. The reports are already out there that that they're going door to door and they're doing Taliban things. They're taking women and children. They're selling them into slavery, sex slavery. They're they're, they're killing the American sympathizers. They've already been doing that. And now our idiots in Washington gave them the names of American citizens still in the country. This buffoon thought we could work with the Taliban, thought the Taliban was on our side and could work with them to get our citizens out. Instead of following up with the plan to say we are going to turn you into a grease spot if you touch one hair on any of our uh, our countrymen, our allies, anyone. Instead of sticking with that plan and taking the hard line, Biden thought he could work with with, with this group of savages and, and thought they would provide the security to get our people out. Give me a break. I mean, did Biden really think that handing over the names of American citizens to the Taliban, and the Taliban couldn't even prevent ISIS-K from setting off a bomb or two bombs or whatever it was. And the, the question begs to be asked, did the Taliban even want to prevent that bomb from being set off? Dan Bongino said yesterday it gave them, it gives them the cover to keep Afghans away from the airport and from leaving the country. Did the Taliban really think that, did they really want to prevent this ISIS group from setting off the bomb? No, I'd say no. And what about our military here? What about our military? They are thoroughly embarrassed as well. They are complicit in this as well. You, You know what? Maybe instead of focusing on the next transgender burlesque show on an F aircraft carrier, they should have been focused on the intelligence being fed to them that things were collapsing faster than planned in, in Afghanistan and put a plan in place to get people out. Maybe they should have held on to Bagram Air Base. 
Maybe they should have used that intelligence to protect our citizens, soldiers, and allies. Mark Milley should have been studying terrorist rage instead of white rage. Lloyd Austin should have been focusing the DOD on actually protecting our citizens and having plans on how to get them out and protecting our soldiers, protecting our, our, our relationships with our allies abroad instead of working on the next woke recruiting video. But you know what? This is what you get when you promote people to higher positions based on checking boxes and not meritocracy and not what they've done. You get uh, leadership void. You get no ability for crisis management. You get no plans. And it's not, and it's evident. It's at the military. It's at the top levels of the military. It's been at the top levels of our government forever. And, and you know what? The worst place to have this, the worst place to be promoting people based on checking boxes and not meritocracy is the military. That is the absolute worst place to have some sort of, of promotion based on a checkbox. You know what? I, I'm embarrassed too. I'm embarrassed our allies are shunning us. Our closest ally, the UK, wants nothing to do with us. They want nothing to do with us until Biden is out of office. Parliament has admonished Biden. I believe Boris Johnson admonished Biden in a speech. Former Brexit party leader Nigel Farage has stated that in no way would Parliament vote to help the U.S. during the Biden administration in a military capacity. Now, Farage is not in Parliament any longer, but I would bet he still has connections. I bet he's still talking to people, and I'll bet that's the word on the ground. So that I would say that statement is probably pretty accurate. Niall Gardner is reporting that the whole uh, continent of Europe is pissed at America and that the criticism of Biden and America has been spreading across Europe for months now. It, folks, we're on an island. We are on an island. Who is going to help us? You know what? No matter how much this, this lying, corrupt piece of garbage administration is, no matter how much they try and spin and say, no, no, no you know what? Our allies are still with us. They're, they, nobody's criticizing us. That is bull crap. Bull crap. They all are. And our enemies are laughing at us. And I say again, who is going to help us? Not Russia or China. You know what? They've been, they've been doing like the, uh, the, the old uh, um, criminal rubbing their hands together thing. Uh, just lying in wait in anticipation of this day, this day where America is is on its heels and it seems to be crumbling. Who's going to help us? The Taliban? Are, are you kidding me? They ain't going to help. They're not going to help us either. They're they're already back to their savage ways. They're putting on a good face. They want to get into the UN or whatever and be recognized as the legitimate government of Afghanistan. So they're, but they're saying one thing and doing another. They're not going to be any help, no matter what kind of deal Biden thinks he cut with them. They're, they're no help. Europe and the UK are out until the Biden administration is gone. Who's going to help us? We are on an island. I don't recall a time 
in my lifetime or even American history, when we as a country have been this vulnerable on the world stage. You know what? Everybody wanted to paint Trump as an isolationist because it was America first. We take care of our own and then we help others. He never was. It never was. And that's where the message got twisted in in our derelict media. It wasn't just it's America and America only. It was America first. We take care of our own and then we help the world. We still had good relationships with our allies under President Trump. But everybody, everybody in the media wanted to paint him as an isolationist. It's Biden who has caused us to go into isolation. It's Biden who has isolated us. And now we are the, the most vulnerable we've ever been. We are a laughingstock. China is going to swoop in to the void left by uh, America basically exiting leadership, being excommunicated from a leadership role in the in the world stage because we can't be trusted. Russia, China, and the Taliban all use Biden as their useful idiot. And we, the people, we, the people of this country are paying the price. So I say again, if you don't get a little choked up at the words of Lee Greenwood's proud to be American, if you don't have that swell of pride when you hear the national anthem, if you think this country is so terrible, leave. If you find this country and all it has provided you so awful, get the hell out. Continuing on with today's angry tone, it's time for another Ryan's Rant. Jen Psaki is just an absolute embarrassment. She doesn't know anything and it shows. She's a lifelong swamper. She hasn't done anything in life outside of work on campaigns. Be a PR flag for Washington corruptocrats and work as a contributor to that bastion of truth in reporting CNN. It's no wonder she doesn't know anything. She's never been outside the bubble. She's never been outside the Washington bubble. She hasn't experienced anything in the real world. She hasn't gone and seen the rest of the country and how people actually live and interact with each other. I don't recall a press secretary ever being as unprepared as Saki was early on, as evidenced by all the circling back she had to do. She's not even a good liar. You already knew there was no sincerity in her actually getting back to the press corps, or I should say the editorial corps. It's repugnant the way she answers questions at the press briefings. She answers them like we're idiots. She answers them like we are beneath her in terms of our knowledge and understanding of how the world works. And the obvious lies she feeds the journalists, or should I say editorialists, are off the charts as well. Now, just recently, she scolded Peter Ducey of Fox News for asking whether Americans were stranded in Afghanistan. She scolded him for doing his job, for pressing uh, for an answer to the question, are Americans stranded in Afghanistan? Raggedy Ann got mad and called it irresponsible to ask that. I don't know how she lives with herself. Americans were and still are stranded in Afghanistan and the administration is positioning itself to leave them there. 
And everybody with half a brain can see that. Anybody who has not got their heads so far up the Biden administration's butt can see that. Yet, it was irresponsible for Peter Ducey to do some actual journalism work and ask the dear leaders what the plans were for getting our citizens out of Afghanistan and for dare uh, suggesting they may be stranded there. That was irresponsible? Right. What happened here, she was caught in a lie, she got mad about it, and lashed out. Now, moving on a little bit, Saki also had this to say uh, in regards to the vetting process of Afghan refugees. She said this, Well, first I would say we have a stringent vetting process, which includes background checks before any individual comes to the United States. So I can't speak to one individual, but I can tell you and confirm for you that we take the vetting of any individual who comes to the United States and comes out incredibly seriously. And it's an extensive process. Is she serious? Do you actually think we believe there's a vetting process for these refugees? It's probably the same one, same vetting process for the illegal aliens pouring over our southern border right now. There's no vetting process. She, she said that she puts that statement out there and thinks we're stupid enough to believe that there's an actual vetting process. How many Afghans are coming into the country with COVID, Raggedy Ann? How many of them are criminals? An extensive process suggests it might take a little more time than the flight from Afghanistan to the U.S. to check into these individuals. An extensive process would suggest that a decision would be rendered before those refugees even got on the plane to this country. They don't know the backgrounds, though, because they aren't checking. They aren't seeing who, the, who these people are, who they, they claim to be. They don't, they're not, give me a break, they're, they're not checking them for COVID. There's no serious vetting process here. We aren't stupid. We know there is no vetting process, Saki. I have word from a good source that in actuality, there are some of these Afghan refugees that are coming over that should have been left in Afghanistan because they are shady characters. So don't tell me that there's a vetting process, that you are checking the backgrounds of these people before you bring them in and resettle them in our communities. Raggedy Ann can take her vetting process and shove it. We, the people, we Americans, are tired of the propaganda. We are tired of the lies, and we are tired of the constant spin that attempts to make this administration look competent. Saki has no business getting snippy with the press. She has no business talking down to uh, the American people. She does nothing but lie for the regime. To make matters worse, she really doesn't know anything. She's not prepared to answer questions. She gives lies like we're vetting these people. She, she doesn't know if we are or not. She can tell you what the process is for vetting uh, vetting it, just that it's an extensive process. She does nothing but attempt to cover things up. And you know what? She is absolutely horrible at it, mainly because the incompetence is on such a large scale, it can't be covered up. The, uh, the lies are obvious. It's too big to cover up this massive scale of incompetence we have going on right now. But dutifully, 
useful idiot Raggedy Ann goes out and attempts to spin things anyway, embarrassing herself, the administration, and most unfortunately, our country. I'll wrap up today's show with this. Now, many of you know, back in May and June, I ran a Memorial Day special. In light of the tragedy in Afghanistan with our service members being killed there, I am bringing that design back. It was a limited day, a limited edition Memorial Day uh, design that I am bringing back. Uh, I've got it in my store now. Also, uh, I am going to donate 100% of the profits from my store, Living with Liberty Outfitters, to the A Soldier's Child Foundation. And any sale between now and right now, September 30th, I might extend that. We'll see how it goes. Uh, if we have a good um, uh, a good response to this, I'll, I'll extend it into October. But right now, we're going to do it for about a month. So any sales between now and uh, September 30th in Living with Liberty Outfitters, uh, I, I'm donating 100% of the profits to the a Soldier's Child Foundation. Now, I don't know the family situation of those who were killed in, in the bombing bombings in Afghanistan. But I can only hazard a guess that a few of those uh, brave men or women have kids. And those kids would need the support of a foundation like a soldier's child. Also, I'll throw this out there. If you feel led, go to the philanthropy tab on my website, livingwithlibertypodcast.com, and click the link to a soldier's child and make a donation. Again, if, if you feel so led to do so. Friends, that's my show for today. Thank you for listening. Please check out my website, livingwithlibertypodcast.com. There you will find my uh, links to my past shows, my original articles, as well as other resources to help arm you with the knowledge in fighting off the prevailing narratives of the day. While on my website, shop my store, Living With Liberty Outfitters. Again, 100% of the profits from anything sold between now and September 30th being donated to a Soldier's Child Foundation. Lastly, I'd be so grateful if you shared, subscribed to my show, and left a positive review should your listening platform allow. Subscribing helps us move up the charts and helps more people find the truth. I appreciate you spending part of your day with me. Please help us spread the truth by sharing my show and website with friends and family, as well as on your social media accounts. My website is livingwithlibertypodcast.com. Also, let's connect. Follow me on Parlor and Gab. My handle on both is at livingwithliberty. You can also go to the contact page of my website and email me or follow the links there to my social media pages. Liberty isn't a given. We must fight to protect it. Working together, we will do exactly that. Until next time.